Well, another week and another public holiday for the hard-working citizens of Victoria for a horse race. I hope you had a win. I hope you've done okay. Also, a little gift from the RBA with another interest rate raise. We'll have a little discussion about that and see what impact that's got, how we measure that. Uh, look about how you insulate and protect your business going forward in these times of change. And we also take a look at recovery pools, uh, some of those ice bath dips and warm pools and the way recovery works for elite athletes and moving into the normal consumer amongst a couple of other discussions as well looking forward to seeing you on the other side ready set splash Summer is now here, and our friends at Pentair, one of Australia's largest pool equipment suppliers and manufacturers, are ready to help pool owners around the nation get their pools ready for everyone to enjoy. Family and friends can swim their way through summer and enjoy everything the backyard swimming pool has to offer. Who needs to go away on an expensive holiday to enjoy time with friends and family? Time at home, making great memories in your own backyard swimming pool means no driving, no packing, and no stress. It's the best staycation around. Choose only the best. A pool powered by Pentair. G'day, welcome to another Splash B2B Trade Industry Ready, Set, Splash podcast. Glad you could join me today. Hope it's going well. Uh, well, another week and another public holiday for the hardworking citizens of Victoria with uh, where they stop for a horse race. I uh, hope you manage to get a little bit of time off for the afternoon, no matter where in the country you're from, and I hope you manage to pick a winner. I hope it's gone well. Also, on Melbourne Cup Day, well, we got an announcement, didn't we, from a little gift from the, uh, from the RBA. It's just the Reserve Bank of Australia. And thank you, RBA, for increasing the cash rate target uh, by 25 basis points. We're now up to 4.35% as the base cash rate in this country. It is the highest that it has been since 2011. So what impact is that going to have? Well, depends on how you look at, at, at this. So the uh, many of you might know the name Mark Boris, a well-known Australian investor, billionaire. He looks at this and talks about his time back in 19. 87 when interest rates were at well I remember my dad struggling with interest rates at 17 18% when I was a kid where he lost his family home uh, at that time in not my dad but uh, Mark Burris lost family home in 1987 struggling with those interest rates his position is that it's harder on families with loans now at 6-7% uh, than it was then because the sheer volume of, of borrowing, the, the average mortgage is no longer sixty to 100000 it's it's um, up around half a million and beyond and therefore the lower interest rate has a greater impact because it's on a far bigger dollar. Interesting take. What we're seeing though is things that have a store of value seeming to go up like gold. The price of gold continues to increase as inflation goes up uh, as a store of value uh, of a protection. Interestingly, and I'm not making any financial advice or comments here, just an observation from me, um, crypto, things like Bitcoin and some of the altcoins for those that are interested also seem to be in the last couple of weeks with global inflationary pressure sort of continuing and banks responding, reserve and central banks around the world responding in the same way, increasing interest rates seems to be having a bit of a uh, resurgence on, on the crypto front, which is interesting. The store of value that Australians know and understand is the great Australian dream of a house. So 67% of Australians own their own home. 
Now, we are not represented in 67% of households yet. That is the goal. Let's let's do that. In fact, let's be represented twice with a pool and a spa would be terrific. So twice represented in every household. So we've got a way to go on that. But that's important because that store of value, that thing where the mortgage is pending for, for many families who will be going from those... Uh, low fixed interest rates and transitioning this year and over the coming months to a higher variable rate that's going to hit as a, as a bit of a shock uh, for some families, for some mortgage holders, is interesting. The property value in this country, in s- particularly our capital cities, but also many regional areas, continues to boom. The cost of properties continues to go up. The value that's being held in those mortgages, which for for homeowners is great for those wanting to enter the market, it does make it, of course, a little more difficult uh, with some of the inflationary pressures that we're seeing in those increases. It depends on how you look at where the store of value is and where the future lies. Interested to know what you're seeing. Conversations around the industry are are cautiously optimistic. Uh, For those in the aftermarket, we're seeing cautious optimism really for a strong summer. We're looking like it's going to be a long, hot and dry summer, uh, meaning that pools will be well uh, in demand and well used, both in the public sphere at our commercial, incredible council-owned and commercial uh, locations around the country and in New Zealand too, Hello Kiwis. Uh, You're going through the same as as we are here, although you have had a recent change of government and that brings with it some some change and concern as well. Uh, We'll have to do a little bit of a more insight on the New Zealand market with that change of government too in coming weeks and hear from New Zealand. And no doubt New Zealand's expecting a nice, long, hot summer too, similar weather pattern to what we're expecting here on this side of the ditch in Australia. For the pre-market, for the builders and construction side out there and some of the OEMs creating uh, the products for those those new builds, certainly more caution, but also some optimism that while certainly compared to the boom that we had uh, during shutdowns and now the inflationary pressures that come as a consequence of those times, of course, uh, we could see what was one plus one does equal three uh, in these cases, that we could see uh, more money coming in and being dished out by governments, uh, of course, creates inflationary pressures, paying people not to go to work and to shut down does have consequences. We're living those out now. That pre-ownership, the ones where you're building with, we're seeing a bit more caution in that area. The numbers that we're seeing in the builds coming through tell a mixed story where we are seeing solid numbers coming through, but maybe the books aren't quite as full as we've got used to over the last couple of years forward, creating a little bit of concern. Interesting times continues to develop and to change, uh, even, as I said, just this week with the Melbourne Cup holiday and the RBA announcement. Constant change in our landscape, and I suppose a couple of things in life are certain, and taxes, we all enjoy taxes, and then, you know, death as well, and let's... uh, Let's keep strategizing to make sure that a death is not imminent in our industry, but continued life and growth and investment. And these are the moments really, and we've talked about this in podcasts before, the data, the studies, the surveys, the the, the case studies that have been shown uh, through, through plenty of research is that a focus on brand building when a market is low, that a focus on positioning and strengthening your share of the market when things are in retraction, 
builds for the future. It insulates you for the future. The Harvard Business Review, we revealed these numbers a while ago in a podcast, uh, are really clear between 6 and 11% of your revenue should go into just maintaining your brand, just marketing and advertising, not sales, marketing and advertising, promoting your brand to your audience, uh, just to maintain an audience, let alone grow. To grow, they talk about somewhere between 22 and 25% to launch and release a new brand and to see that grow. It is significant investment. There are formulas for this. Many of us don't follow those formulas, uh, but something to consider and look at when there is a retraction on how we're managing what we've got to protect and insulate hold and grow for when that cycle changes, for that cycle does always change. Uh, Our industry, the reports show year on year on year on year. Now, it's not linear like this, okay? It is not a straight line. There is ups and downs in it, but if you were to draw a linear line through it, we see between 3 and 5% growth in our industry year on year. Once a pool is in the ground, it is in the ground forever. And for, well, for a long, long time anyway, it's going to outlive most of us. That pool will need treatment, it will need change of equipment, it will need servicing or need renovations in the future and that market gets bigger and bigger helping create that three to five percent ongoing uh, year on year growth. We are a really solid industry and while there are cycles of change, I want to encourage you to do what you need to, to continue investing in your people, in your product and your promotions into the market, into your audience to make sure you are securing what you need to at a point of constriction in the market, separating the wheat from the chaff to make sure that you remain strong and solid into the future because that's what we want, uh, a strong, flourishing, innovating, growing, developing industry. And there really is a lot of innovation happening. I am dead set stoked. Yes, I'm going to get my bogan on here. I am that flipping excited about some of the innovation in new product that I am getting a little bit of an inkling and an insight on as I travel around the country, as I speak with uh, OEMs and distributors, as we build towards, yes, Splash Trade Expo 2024. It's coming. Make sure you get on Splash online. Go to the expo page. Get set. Uh, put your dates aside for that week of August 20th, 2024. It is going to be massive. Yes, it sounds like hyperbole now, but this is not hyperbole. This is going to have substance behind it. Anyone that was at the one last year in 2022, the biggest best we've ever had. The after party, we had over 400 of you, my closest friends, turn up. We want to smash that out of the park again and to celebrate our industry with a pool party. We are going to see so much innovation uh, this year coming up. We've got a whole innovation area into the foyer. Uh, We are sponsored again by proud platinum sponsor and thank you to Fluidra. Uh, Thank you to our gold sponsors, Dab and to Pentair and to Reese and our silver sponsors, AIS Water and Waterco. These events get to shape up and be awesome uh, because of our incredible exhibitors, but supported to go the extra mile and really make it a terrific event for our entire industry because of the support of those sponsors. So we really are thankful uh, for all of those sponsors. It will be an event not to be missed. Again, I know I'm getting my bogan on. I'm excited, but I'm excited for a reason, and I don't want you to miss out. Um, Make sure you book the time in. Make sure you invest in having your key people on your team there to be able to engage, to see what's happening in industry, to take advantage of the innovation, the experience that will be there of cliche word, but the networking events, uh, the awards of excellence will be on. There will be other events around it from industry associations at commercial uh, side, the Australian Swim 
homeschools are the International Sporting and Leisure Foundation and the IACs as well and other groups holding their conferences around this show. There is going to be so much on as we continue to expand and grow. We have more exhibitors than we've ever had, and we are expecting far more innovation and action than we've ever had that I am seeing and speaking with industry. So please book that week in. Get your accommodation booked. I am hearing places are filling up fast nearby. Make sure you book yourselves, your team in, uh, and come along ready for a great week and enjoying the peripheral events around that to connect, celebrate your team, celebrate our industry, and make sure that you are doing the business of industry and what you need to to continue your growth trajectory uh, long into the future. We want you to continue growing, be healthy and strong in creating healthy communities as well. So splash.online, get on there. Can't wait to continue sharing more with you, but lock that away. Making Chlorinators is what we do at AIS. This laser focus has brought us recognition as a global leader, winning countless international and national awards. Our technology is operating in over 55 countries worldwide. Our claims are backed by university research and data. Our customer testimonials prove the value of our technology's benefits, ease of operation, reliability, and service. Find out how your customers can benefit from our 30 years of innovation and excellence at aiswater.com.au today. Well, get ready to uh, take a cold plunge today. Well, maybe it's not even a cold plunge. Maybe it's a hydrotherapy. Maybe it's a it's a nice warm spa. But we are looking at recovery revolution that that's happening, and. Splash recently did a little bit of an investigation. We wanted to see what was going in the world of elite athletes, of sporting clubs, uh, where they're really paying a lot of money often for their human talent in how they're protecting that talent from game to game, from week to week, from event to event, creating quick recovery for peak performance and to ensure longevity of of their human uh, athlete resource as well, which is so important in that set of skills that they've they've invested in. So there's been more and more being focused on around the uh, elite level sport, but maybe you've seen it as well where it's not just elite athletes, it's everyday athletes now. In fact, right down to the everyday consumer, uh, whether it's a Wim Hof Iceman type of thing, or it's an ice bucket and a cool water thing. You know, there's a rumor maybe around the industry that somebody jumped in the freezing water at Queenstown at the conference earlier this year in New Zealand. Uh, that, in fact, is true. I did get in the water in Queenstown. It was allegedly somewhere between three and five degrees. I can tell you it was cold. It does, it definitely does create a, a, a response, an involuntary response in the body of pain, of shock, and afterwards of something invigorating, really, um, almost exhilarating the response that it creates in the body and the feeling of of that cold water shock. Uh, certainly, I, I also tried it after an exercise session at a facility getting into a cold plunge pool and then a warm water plunge pool, a cold water a plunge, a warm, and you'd repeat that three times. And that certainly had a, a response on the body as well. To, to aid recovery. And that was uh, quite an experience. So what is going on in the world of this recovery type of approach and the investment that, that facilities are making to help their athletes perform at their best for the longest period of time? You know, they are paying lots of money for these athletes. So the longer they're off the field, 
the less return they're going to get. We do look at these things often as a return on investment. Uh, it is a business decision. So we want our athletes of our favourite sporting teams and, and events to be able to perform at their best. Uh, we, we enjoy that certainly as spectators and people who love a, a football team like me who won the AFL Premiership this year. Yes, good old Collingwood forever. Um, so there is a big focus on getting these athletes off a sporting field straight into recovery so they're back up and ready for the next game. There's a lot of science in the UK over this and the belief now is that the sooner they can get in for uh, muscle recovery, these athletes, then the less impact there is or the quicker they can recover, uh, which is obviously a very important thing. So hot or cold, most of the pools that we see out there were, were dedicated hot or cold, but depending on how plumbing is at range, there's actually capability to be set up as either all. We've talked to a facility where they're able to put reversible conditioners on. So if they want to heat them up, they can use a hot pool. If they want to switch into cold mood, a cold mood, cold mode even, with the mood is cold. Hopefully it's not too cold a mood. Let's warm it up together. Let's let's come together, team, come on. Uh, they can reverse the condenser and then cool them down and switch it either way. Um, with concrete and tile, there's a few more restrictions regarding the timing for that heating and cooling process. Uh, it will affect your finishes if you change the temperature too quickly. Uh, there will be a reaction, something definitely to consider. Um, temperatures, well, most of these recovery pools really don't drop below eight degrees. A lot of the science sits around sort of that nine to 11 degrees on, on that recovery for the cold pool. And that is cold. I can assure you, if you haven't done it, jumping into anywhere sort of around 11, 10 degrees, your extremities, your toes and your fingers will feel it. Uh, there is a response and uh, that's, I suppose, what it's designed to do. Uh, the body can and does adapt to that. Um, and then the, the pool's up to 38 degrees um, for the warm hot pools as part of recovery. Standards at the moment say we shouldn't be chilling water below 8 degrees. Uh, there's there's not any extra uh, benefit in that and possibly risks. Some teams we're hearing about are requesting 6-degree water temperatures, but the standard at the moment says 8. And it is quite painful the lower you get, but I, I struggle to notice a difference between jumping in the Queenstown lake at 5 degrees or 3 or 4 degrees, whatever it was, and the 9 degrees in the plunge pool. I can tell you both are cold and my body hurt in both of those initially and had a very similar response. That's, that's a sample of one. There's not a whole lot of science in that statement. It's just the opinion of a of your loving, caring host here, David Stennett. Thanks for joining me today. So generally, they do run from 8 to 11 degrees. So why not hotter then than 38? Well, the Australian standard itself says 38 is the maximum temperature for the standard, but there were some clubs that we found that want to run around 40 degrees. Um, anything above 36 has been deemed a risk, particularly for long-term exposure where there's a risk of introducing heart problems if you're in a 36 degree water for more than 20 minutes because once your inner core temperature starts to rise it can then have ongoing problems let's touch on how these pools are treated well as you'd expect, there is a difference in the way hot water and cold water uh, does get treated. Cold water is a little bit easier to treat than hot water, and the hot water pools like spas um, have a very short turnover period. The facilities typically treat the cold pools with a short turnover period, so the typical ice bath recovery pools, uh, which is quite small in volume often too, generally have about a 20 to 30 minute turnover period, and the hotter pools generally from 15 to 20 minutes or less, so they're really pumping that water through. Um, the pools are dosed with chlorine or UV system as a secondary disinfection process as well. 
Let's have a look at some of the jet power that's being introduced as well for training. Uh, we took a look at the Sydney Sports Stadium, and uh, their setup for resistance training is really important to them with swim jets, uh, which also does include uh, the Remco swim jet. Hello, Remco, one of our advertisers on Splash. Ding, ding. And so the jets can also be used with a bungee cord to intensify the workout. You know, we are dealing with some pretty significantly fit and strong young athletes, aren't we, uh, of which I am not even close to comparing myself to. And the Jets have the ability to adjust the angle to avoid turbulence as well, creating uh, different training um, points uh, for those athletes. The athletes' bodies have different requirements in terms of the therapy and recovery depending on the sport and the muscle groups, and that makes sense. Uh, but the pools need to be versatile to adapt and suit all of those sports because these recovery pools at things like the Sydney Football Stadium really do have multi-discipline uh, sports in there, male, female, and a whole range of different sports and athletes that are using those facilities. So therefore, they've got to be adaptable to those particular needs. Well, how deep are they? Well, they don't need to be substantially deep. Recovery pools typically about 1.4 meters, uh, exercise pool like a river pool or 1.2 meters, uh, and typically you want your body in your water but not above the shoulders uh, to aid with that training. And actually, the New South Wales Rugby League have discussed using the jets to push against the treadmills and underwater bikes as well. Costs on these things look when they're being used for a specific purpose. I wonder if it's like when you know you go in somebody go, I need some flowers. Oh, yeah, no problem. What are the flowers for? Oh, it's for a wedding, and all of a sudden the price gets doubled. You know, what is the system for? Well, it's for elite athletes and the price. I don't know. I'm not sure it works like that. I'm I'm being facetious. Ballpark figure set up in a hot tub and a cold tub and a river within a facility like this is above half a million dollars, somewhere between $650,000 and up to a million uh, in concrete and tile. Obviously, these places understand there's cost involved and they need something that will meet the needs specifically of their athletes under uh, significant use for a significant period of time to create a return on investment for them. We also had a look at the Matildas training recovery pools. Remember the Matildas? We haven't forgotten them, have we? The mighty effort they put in at uh, the Women's Soccer World Cup. Well done, Matildas. And uh, we had a look at some of their facilities too. In fact, this pool was put in by Aloha Pools, award-winning pools. Nathan Kinder, who's their sales engineer, says the company meticulously attended to all aspects of the build, which you'd expect from Aloha, including the concrete and the pool shell, hydraulics, finishes, stainless steel work and lighting. And it was complete customization. Well, how does it run? The pool spa for the Matildas operates at 34 degrees, uh, while the cold pool is kept at a lovely chill 10 degrees. Uh, that cold pool turns over hourly, as does the river pool, while the hot pool turns over every 30 minutes. Uh, it is a huge investment for the home of the Matildas, and uh, it's obviously producing some results there with our girls finishing uh, very, very well in that recent World Cup, as we will remember, cheering them on. And of course, all of these systems are run by equipment. It's terrific to be able to read through a core stadium, Allianz Stadium, Cricket New South Wales, La Trobe University Sports Park, which, by the way, is the home of the Matildas that we have just spoken about, New South Wales Rugby League, Roosters Sporting Club of Sydney and Swans, where we are. We looked at all of these. And to see the equipment, I mean, including all the, the usual excellent suspects like uh, Waterco and Remco and IQ uh, included on there, amongst many, many others in our industry producing wonderful, wonderful high-tech 
uh, high-end, two-spec customised results for these teams and the athletes. These systems need to put up with a lot, but there's some things that they're really not designed to be able to put up with. Um, I found it really interesting to, to read about the fact that, I mean, we've all seen the footy players, right, covered in, in tape, supporting all their joints and muscles and... Uh, and keeping things held together by tape and uh, tie it up with tape and wire while you're out on the field. All that tape, if you consider it, has glue. Uh, it's all stuck on and it finds its way into the pools and spas, if not washed off properly. Uh, it can get into the filter and some of those players actually have a lot on. It gets everywhere, the tiles, the ladders and the pool itself. So they've encouraged to have to take that tape off and clean up before they get into the systems. How do they do it? Well, interestingly, they use, here's the, here's the fix, WD-40, the fix for everything, WD-40 to get the tape off. You know, what fixes it? Masking tape, what fixes it even better? WD-40 to get that tape off. There's a comment here that most weekends you come into the facilities and there'll be a can of WD-40 lying around used to break down the glutes, but uh, those things that can make life difficult for the system if it's not cleaned off. So WD-40, there you go. You heard it here first on Splash. Luidra is proud to bring you MagnaPool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. MagnaPool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures MagnaPool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to MagnaPool com today. Well, thank you for joining me again on another Splash podcast. It's always wonderful just to spend some time hanging out, have a little bit of a chat, have a little bit of inspiration, a bit of motivation, a little bit of a challenging conversation, maybe a little bit of look at the way we're building towards the future together. And uh, I am really looking forward to seeing you out and about, but particularly next year at Splash Trade Expo 2024 on the Gold Coast. Bigger, better, more than ever. If you've got any questions about that, you want to know more, david at sparza.com.au. That's my address, david at sparza.com.au. Don't be a stranger. Uh, say good day. Drop me a line. Tell me something you'd like to talk about. Uh, issues, successes that you've got, you'd, you'd like to cover off on the podcast. Always here and look forward to talking with you again real soon. But until then, ready, set, Splash. Thank you.